Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. It's testimony time. The Bible says in Psalm 119 verse 24 that thy testimonies are my delight and my counselors. I believe that as we listen to today's testimony, we'll be happy, we'll receive delight, and we'll receive counsel as well. Amen. Today we have Word Online and Word Alive testimonies. And our first testimony is from Gideon of the Dancing Stars. Put your hands together for Gideon. Hi everyone, I'm Gideon from the Dancing Stars Basanta. Hi Gideon, Gideon tell us about your testimony. Okay, so my testimony is about how a great change happened in my life just by obeying the words of my pastor. Wow. So, when the pandemic started, we were doing online services and all, and one time my pastor, Lady Reverend Yumi, came on our page that there has been some changes in the church. So, therefore, on Thursdays, we will be preaching. And I said, hey. Gideon, you're a dancer. So, what Lady Reverend was trying to say is that you will not just be dancing. Yes, On Thursdays, you will not be preaching. Yes, Wow. I was like, hey. I was in church all right, but... You were just dancing. Yes. The, the preaching part wasn't that serious. So uh, I, was, I said, let's just try. Let's try. But by the grace of God, it wasn't easy. But now I preach every Thursday. Oh! I'm a center director for Gwedi Joy. So Gideon, what would you like to tell anyone sitting here? Maybe somebody's just sitting here. The person... It's also a, also just a dancer, just like you were. What would you like to tell them? I just have this scripture for you, Matthew. Preach it, preach it, preach it. Matthew 28, 19-20. Go ye therefore, teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always to the hands of the world. Amen. I want to thank Yes Joy for this opportunity and I also want to thank Lady Reverend. But most, I want to thank the father of this house, our prophet, Bishop Dagwood Mills, because if it wasn't for him, maybe I wouldn't have been in this church and I wouldn't have known Yes Joy, my pastor. Thank you very much. 
you, Gideon, for believing in us and for giving us pastors like Sister Joy and Lady River, whom we prophets, we say we honor you. As second and third testimonies are word online testimonies. The, the second testimony series from Felix Amankwa in the Greater Love Gospel Choir and in the Adumbi Center. Felix says, my testimony is about series of blessings activated in my life as I took a step to honor our prophet last year. So I'm sure Felix was sitting like you in the crowd and then we're talking about HYPN. This testimony was just because he obeyed and decided to take that step to honor our prophet. As you are listening to it, receive counsel and also take a step to honor our prophet. Amen. He says, last year during HYP, I gave all the money I had on me. Usually, I'm giving money for some weeks, so I had to find a way to manage myself because the time wasn't due. In less than a week, tell your neighbor, in less than a week, I received money. I also received money the following week. You see, we were watching a film earlier, and a certain girl called Cindy, she went to give 500 CDs to somebody, and she got 50 pesos. She didn't even get some the next week, but Felix honored his prophet, and he got money just the week, and then next week, I think it's a good place for you to put your hands together. And that's not all. Felix says that since then, but since then, I've been having divine provision even till now. As you give today, I believe that like Felix, you have divine provision even till next year. And you also come and share your testimony. Amen. Felix says in 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 20, And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established. Believe in his prophets, so shall you prosper. He says he wants to encourage everyone, everyone to honor our prophets. God indeed has blessed us with a great anointing. Amen. Our next testimony is from Scholastica Boateng from the Delisa Joy Center. And her testimony is about how about the healing she received this year through the flow prayer meetings. Hey! Okay, so Scholastica says, at the beginning of the year, I found it very difficult to sleep. How many of you know one or two people who find it difficult to sleep? Alright, she says, I could be there for a week and I've not slept well. And it came with very uncomfortable sensations of heat in my head. Let me take it again, let me take it again. <laughs> I could be there for a week and not have slept well. And it came with very uncomfortable sensations of heat in my head. What is all this? <laughs> it's worsened during the lockdown period such that I could not sleep without drugs. Mercy, that my, fa that my father had gone to get for me. This was really something on my heart throughout the flow prayer meetings. During one of the flow prayer meetings, prophet spoke to my situation. The prophet will speak to your situation if you join the flow prayer meetings in Jesus' name. And since then, I've, I've been able to sleep normally. No more drugs. Hallelujah. I think it's a good place for you to put your hands together. 
says, on this day of HYP, I want to encourage us all to really receive and be blessed by the prophets God has given us in this house. Whatever your situation is, physical or emotional, there's an anointing in this house. You can be blessed with hallelujah. Our prophet has given us pastors. Our prophet has believed in us to make us preachers. Our prophet has taught us to honor that we are receiving week by week and our prophet prays for us. Our prophet is a fantastic prophet. Put your hands together once more for Bishop Jaggi Wanbel! every service. Prophet Bishop Dagiron Mills has chosen a pastor for us. He has given us the opportunity to be pastored and to be shepherded by an anointed woman of God. Well, I'm excited to tell you that today she's going to be teaching us as well. But before we receive her, we'll take administration from Pearl. Amen. Seek for that I may dwell in the 
to be in church wow your answer sounds as though you're still sleeping I said are you happy amen I want to welcome you to this honor your prophet Sunday 
Amen. Oh, it's a good place to clap, and I'll explain. Remain standing for a few minutes this morning. I'm just going to read a scripture to you in 2 Chronicles chapter 20. 2 Chronicles chapter 20. This scripture talks about a time when the children of Israel were in trouble and they sought the face of the Lord. And listen to something. I'm reading from verse 13, 2 Chronicles 20, verse 13. And all Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, their wives, and their children. Then upon Jahaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaniah, the son of Jael, the son of Mataniah, a Levite of the sons of Asaph, came the Spirit of the Lord in the midst of the congregation. So this guy, he was a young prophet. They didn't really know him. So the scripture, just leave the scripture there. They are taking some time to introduce him to the people because he began to say something. Are you here? What did he say? Verse 16. Tomorrow, because the war was coming, tomorrow go ye down against them. Behold, they come up by the cliff of Ziz, and you shall find them at the back of the brook. These are their enemies. Verse 17. You shall not need to fight in this battle. Set yourself, stand you still, and see the salvation of the Lord with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. So he brought them a message saying that this trouble that you have found, do it like this. Are you there? And he gave them instructions. And when he had finished speaking, <clears throat> listen to what the, their king said in verse 20. They rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness. And as they went, Jehoshaphat, that's the name of their king, stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established. Believe in his prophets, so shall you prosper. Hallelujah. Are you seeing the two things there? One is that as you believe God, you are established. May God establish you in life and establish everything concerning you. But he goes on to say, not only God himself, but his prophets. Amen. And it is as you believe in the prophet that prosperity comes your way. I thank God for the prophet that he's given to us. And this morning, I want you to spend a few minutes praying for him. Amen. Oh, I said amen. amen. Many fathers are never prayed for. Many prophets are never prayed for. And many of us, we are here and we are doing well because of a father that we have received and believed in. That's why you have a church to be in. Otherwise, this morning, you would have been coming out of a drag bar. Some of you girls would have been lifting you from under a bono mattress. You don't even know the owner. Yeah. But because you came and because of a certain preaching that crossed your way, by the grace of God, such a thing has not happened to you. And some who even began to enter have come out. Are you seeing it? And so this special morning, lift up your voice and pray for our prophet. Thank God that he gave him to us. Thank God for his life. Thank God for all that he is to us. And then pray for him for long life. 
for the blessings of God that God will meet. He too is a person. He has dreams and things he, he wants in his heart that God will cause those things to come to pass. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Father, we are grateful. For the prophets you have given us. Thank you, Lord. The blessing he has been to us. Thank God for the words that he has spoken over our lives that have caused us to be here. Yes, Lord. The words he has spoken over our lives, Lord. We are grateful, O God. These words have caused us to be here, Lord. In this we are grateful, God. Thank God for his leadership of us at this time through the COVID season. He has led us every Tuesday, every Friday, five hours of prayer, six hours of prayer, sometimes eight hours of prayer. Every week we are praying a minimum of ten hours. And so you just want to thank God for him. You just want to thank God. I Lift up your voice and thank him. Lift up your voice and thank him. If not for him, by this time, you would have backslidden totally. You would have backslidden totally. Completely. And absolutely. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God for a leader who has led us to pray. A leader who leads us to pray. For this cause we have been delivered. Continue to By this prayers we have not lost our way. But we are found in your house, O oh God. Father, we are grateful for the prophet and pastor you've given to us. And today we just want to lift him before your throne of grace. We want to ask that you continue to bless him and continue to speak through him to us. We pray that you bless his life, his family, and all the things that are upon his heart. May he succeed in all that he does. May he fulfill the call that you have given to him. Thank you that because of him, we too have found a shelter. We are so grateful. We are so grateful. We are so grateful. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. You want to put your hands together? Take your seats.
take your seat. Wow, is it a good Sunday to be in church? Oh, is it a good Sunday to be in church? Amen. I'm going to share the word of God with you, but I realize that I need to explain something yet again. I've been preaching on your prophet. This is the fifth week. Amen. This is the fifth week. And allow us to take our time. Hey, you are quiet. I realized that the song that the dancers were, were dancing to, many of you don't know the words. And so you are going to say, hey, they have been worshipping their pastor. Let me read it for you, okay? Let me read the words of the song so that you know that is no such thing. Amen. Are you there? All right. Even the dancers, some of them are dancing. They don't know the words. The first verse of it says, Lighthouse, we they love Bishop Dag. His anointing is straight from above. He's a medical doctor, to be precise. But for the love of the church, he resigned. Lighthouse started at a canteen. This is all in the songo. But now we have a branch in Mozambique. We they focus on Anakazu. That be why we they get many members. Door to door evangelism, but center meetings. If you don't come, we'll follow up. Let's be serious and do this thing for God. This God thing. <laughs> I'm continuing to the second verse. Bishop Dag is a true prophet. God, they use some, they do wonders. He encourages us to work for the Lord. How many of us here are working in the working in the house? Yeah. And those of you who are not, are talk that is your stubbornness. It's not anything. Hey, mercy. Very soon we go ten pastors. Hey, we they use our gift in church. If you can sing, sing in church. You go dance, make you dance in church. <laughs> Are you there? It's the words of a song I'm reading. He has trained a lot of pastors. Healing Jesus campaign is a great thing to serve the Lord. And then it goes on to say to to cite that's the lyrics it just says at the bottom and i will give you pastors according to my heart which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding bishop dag we thank you so much for blessing us with knowledge and understanding thank you for being our pastor god richly bless you amen hallelujah some of us we are so used to taking things for granted and not saying thank you and that is why we have set aside just one Sunday and even though I'm going to preach the word of God I want to start right now to by receiving the offering you were supposed to have brought for healing for um, honor your prophet so find your envelope it's also an honor to receive it separately from all the other offerings please ashes just go back please go back just go back find it find your um, your envelope do you need an envelope you can lift up your hand I gave you envelope. you have left it in your house eh? It has become like a mouse chewing things. <laughs> if you don't have one, collect the envelope right now. Collect the envelope right now. Collect the envelope right now. Powerful. Father, we thank you as we give these offerings. This is to honor the person that you have given to us. I pray that we also will be honored. I pray that he will understand the message we are sending. That we have given our little and our much. According to your word. In Jesus name. Amen. Rise up from where you are. Just come and put it on the stage. 
just come and put it on the stage. I know that many of you had to squeeze yourself. You had to force. But you are doing what God asked us to do. You are honoring the one who helps us and speaks to us of spiritual events. And we are allowing him to also eat of our good things. God bless you. I'm so impressed that the number of you come in forth like that. Whatever you put in there, what is important is your heart. Thank you, Lord. Father, we pray over these envelopes for your children. Encourage our man of God to continue to know that it is worth it. We are so grateful. We are so grateful. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. Tims, where are you? Just get a basket and put everything inside. And let it stand, the basket stand on the stage. Have we tried our best? Oh, you're not minding me. Have we tried our best? I think so too. Eh. Ask your neighbor, did you try your best? You, you just did something. You found some old one city somewhere. I don't think so. I think many of us have thought about it for weeks and we are trying to do something. So if you need an envelope, we will take it at the end because some people are coming late. But oh, Master, <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So in case you are wondering, what is this they are doing? Galatians chapter 6 and verse 6. Those who are taught the word of God shall provide for their teachers, sharing all good things with them. So we only try to share some of our good things with the one who is teaching us. Ah, but mommy, are you not the one teaching us? I have told you everything that I teach you. I'm going to be sharing with you today the rewards of honor and it's from here. It's from here. Everything I teach you, I can show you where it is from. Oh, yes. Are you there? So, pastor, you say, ah, I don't understand your questions this morning. <laughs> Romans 13 and verse 7. Render therefore to all their dues. Tribute to whom tribute is due, custom to whom custom, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. Have we tried to do some honoring this morning? Put your hands together for yourself. Hallelujah. And over the past few weeks, I've been talking to you about honor. I have shared scripture with you, honoring the Lord honoring our parents no matter our age we honor them and then what we are talking about right now which is honor honoring those who teach us in church hallelujah and we began the series i was talking to you about the different types of sons are you in the house yeah the different types of sons that we um have because the type of son you are it's what determines the, the kind of offering that you give. There are some sons who are just, oh, mm, what, my old man. Even the way you speak about your father Christ is um, disrespectful. But it is changing in Jesus' name. Then I went on to talking to you about you and your prophet. And I proved to you that not every prophet is yours. Hey. I thought, I think you saw the film, oh. Uh-huh. You see, and if you saw the film, you understand when I say not every prophet is your prophet. I remember one of my church members when I was in another town. She disappeared. Then, I, we didn't hear from her for a long time. When she came back, I was in my house when I had some ladies who used to go and pray in the church and they were praying when they sent me a text and said, Mommy, you have to come. I said, what has happened? I said, this lady has appeared and she's totally out of her mind. 
and she had gone somewhere, somewhere, tell her neighbor, somewhere, somewhere, something, something. Somewhere, somewhere, be that we didn't know, I mean, we couldn't say much about. Are you there? She had gone somewhere, you see. So you need to be careful because there's the true, but there's also the false. And it is your prophet who is meant for you that's the best for you. I shared with you that your prophet must be honored and that he's the one who God has sent to bring you out and to bring you in. And that's why many times the word of your prophet to you brings you out of trouble. Are you seeing it? Just one thing that your prophet will say. You are in a situation, then the person says something and it brings you out of trouble. Amen. And sometimes one thing that he's saying, it will bring you into a good place. You see. I shared with you also that there are different types of prophets and we went through, you know, looking at the fact that the Bible calls some, things, some, some people prophets and yet the way they did their things was different. You know, they did, none of them was an exact copy of the other. All of them did their things differently and I shared that particularly to remove from our mind our own picture of a prophet. Are you there? That a prophet must speak in a certain way, dress in a certain way. You know, they even have some shoes. No, that's hmm. Yeah, it must look. If he doesn't talk like that, then he's not powerful. And if you have those kind of preconceived ideas in your mind, you lose a whole lot. You lose a whole lot. Are you here? Sometimes the Lord will even use a child to speak to you. I'm remem- reminded of a friend of mine who was a beautiful Christian man. He was working for a Christian organization. And then another Christian organization tried to get him to move over to work for them. And the other one, the new one, was, was, was coming with better conditions of service. Are you with me? You see, you should not follow what the world follows to know what God's will is for you. And so this man said he spent some time, I'm telling you the story as he told it to us. He spent some time praying and all that and felt that, oh, he should change. And on the last day before he closed things with his old employer, his four-year-old daughter came and said to him, Daddy, why are you changing? God says, don't change. But you see, we don't think that a child can speak a prophecy from the Lord. So he heard the child, but he changed up. Within a year, he was bankrupt. All the promises that they said that they would do, they never did them. Not one. That's even how we heard the story because the person who had drawn him over was a mutual friend. And now it had become an issue. Are you there? So when God sets up a person to speak to you, you must be able to be spiritual enough and sharp enough to see that this is the prophet of God. And then I shared with you so we talked about Moses, we talked about Jesus, we talked about Paul, we talked about Agabus, all of them described in the Bible, but very different from each other. Very different. Moses was writing and writing and writing. Jesus wrote not one book. <laughs> the books you are reading are about him. He didn't write them. Are you there? He didn't build one church building. You see, meanwhile, Paul came and he was building the churches rough like something. You see, as for Agabus, he's the one who has been eyeing in the Bible. Because every time he appears, bad news has come. May you not be a bad news prophet. I mean, I mean, it cannot be easy. <laughs> Amen. And I shared with you that the Lord is still raising prophets. And I gave you examples of the fact that our father is a prophet. He's not just a teacher. And one of the characteristics of a prophet is that the things that he or she says, they come to pass. It come to pass. 
And then I answered last week for you. The person is your prophet and so what? I said, if he's your prophet, there are some things you must do. The first one was what? Receive him. Jesus taught us in John 13 and verse 20. says, he that receiveth whomsoever I send, receiveth me. And he that receiveth me, receiveth him that sent me. And I shared with you also that you need to believe him. It's the believing that causes the release of power. And we see that in the life of Jesus. And the third thing I shared with you was that you should honor him. Amen. Oh, are you there? You should honor him. I think last week was when I said the how you should honor. Is that right? Uh-huh. That's when I shared with you how, what, I mean, when they say honor somebody, how exactly do you do that? And I talked to you about the fact that you must think properly about the person. Amen. I want to share with you today that, you see, there are many of you who have accepted him. Oh, our pastor, this is our pastor. We know him and we like him. But you have not received him as a prophet. Today, receive him as a prophet. When you do that, you will see a change. Amen. He himself has shared with us how there was a man of God he used to listen to back and forth. And one day, the Lord said, receive this man as your father. He said, from that time, from that time, because your father, you listen in a different way. And you try to do what the person says. Are you there? And he talked to us about the blessings that he got. And so, as you receive him as your prophet, you will see different things and blessings coming your way. Amen. So, think properly about him. Then the second thing I shared with you was that when you are honoring somebody, you adapt to the person. You adapt to the person. In other words, when we say you adapt, what does it mean? I was going to do this. Then I discovered that... The person, you know, let me give you an example. I was going to go home on holiday from tomorrow to Friday. Then I discovered that he was going to be having a program here in my church from tomorrow to Friday. You change your program to adapt to him. You change your program. That's if you are a proper child. Are you there? Then I shared with you that you acknowledge him. So today, what you are seeing isn't just we are acknowledging it. We are acknowledging the fact that this is our prophet, this is our man of God. And it's something people do not do. People want you to think that everything they have is original. And it is not true. It is not what? It's not true. If you see the musicians who come and they are singing, all of them have who they follow. Oh, yes. All of them have who they follow. They didn't just arrive. Tell your neighbor that is what you are original, what? <laughs> You're not an original. We are all copies of something. Just that when you copy it and you take it wholeheartedly, it, 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 what, what should I say? It becomes part of you. So your you-ness comes inside. You-ness, is it a word? <laughs> it's a word from today. Uh-huh, it's a you know. So it's like you following your mother to cook. You follow and follow and follow. But after a while, when you make your okro, your eunice is in the okro. Even though it was your mother you copied to make the okro. So there's slight differences that are there. But you cannot say that, oh, my mother didn't do anything. Ah, she's the one who taught you how to make okro. And that's why your okro is, is a stew and not a soup. Some of you, <laughs> if we say do okro stew, you don't know the difference. You can only do soup. Hey. Meanwhile, you don't even know that the soup crowd, there are types. Eh? There are types. Ah. The Fetri one is very different from what the girls call Emomi Wonu. There are different things. Ah. Ah. Yeah. Are you there? But what I'm sharing with you is that somebody, you, it came from somewhere. 
then you now added your your units to it and many people don't want to say that oh i learned this thing for they don't want to acknowledge and that's why when we are acknowledging it feels so different to some people and some people even get angry but i can't see what is wrong with saying that this person taught me what i know and when you see something wrong it's actually pride that's doing you mm. is that pride because we don't have a car that we are made of that same pride the people who were humble they went to learn there used to be a time you go and take what what do they call it was it the mazda when you open them the engine inside is not a mazda engine they didn't know how to make an engine you go and look at that on the engine they built a mercedes Benz. they were not shy and they copied like that until they learned how to make the engine today they are walking around like nissan daiwu kia making money but we who were too proud to start and said we must start everything i'm an original we are still being original are still being original hey are you in the house so but acknowledge him acknowledge it that this is the person who taught me what i know this is the person who taught me how to pray this is the person who taught me how to preach you'll be surprised that you will only go up and not down and then finally i said to you honor with your substance and i talked a bit about how to honor and i want to believe that you've done your best hallelujah amen today as you have Come, some of you have already brought your offering and some of you have the, will have the opportunity when I'm done. As you have brought your HYP offering, I can now tell you the rewards that are coming your way. Yeah. I can now tell you the rewards that are coming your way. <clears throat> Let us read the scripture from John chapter 11 and I hope you can see that I'm holding a book by Bishop Dag. Mm. Now, I'm reading from verse 1. A certain man was sick, named Lazarus, of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. It was that Martha which anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore his sister sent unto him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. When Jesus heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified. Are you here? I'm going to read two more passages of scripture because I'm not sure you read your Bible this morning. But just because I want to be sure you know the story about Mary and Martha in the Bible. Luke chapter 10, I'm starting from verse 38. Luke 10, 38. Pastor David, I gave you something to do for me. Please, it has to be redone. Thank you. Luke 10, 38. Now it came to pass as they went that he entered into a certain village. And a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was cumbered about much serving and came to him and said, Lord, does thou not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Be there therefore that she help me. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things, but one thing is needful, and Mary hath chosen that good part which shall not be taken away from her. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Mark 11, remember the Bible says that 
she was the one who anointed him with ointment and also wiped his feet with her hair but let's read this account in mark 11 from verse 3 and being in bethany in the house of simon the leper as he sat at meat there came a woman having an alabaster box of ointment of spikenard very precious and she broke the box and poured it on his head and there were some that had indignation within themselves and said why was this waste of ointment made for it might have been sold for more than 300 pence and have been given to the poor and they murmured against it and jesus said let her alone why trouble you here for she hath wrought a good work on me for ye have the poor with you always and whensoever you will you can do them good but me you have not always she hath done what she could she's come aforehand to anoint my body to the bearing verily i say unto you wheresoever this gospel shall be preached throughout this the whole world this also that she hath done shall be spoken of for a memorial of her hallelujah you know these ladies went through something very special and we can see from their story if we go through their story we'll begin to see the benefits of honoring because what mary had done was to honor jesus are you there she had come put an ointment on his head wiped his feet with her hair people had said all kinds of things but do you know that because of that action that she did she is more known in the bible than some disciples if i start a class now i say start to mention the 12 disciples number one you even have to sing before you even know matthew mark luke john you see that you are lost already there was an andrew there we don't hear much there was a bartholomew there we don't hear much are you there so but mary we know and martha we know how come when jesus was doing his things he didn't appoint any women into any official position and yet we know these women more than we know those who had official powers and after he had died when he came back he didn't call any of the, those guys he showed himself to mary you are very quiet all of a sudden i wonder why yeah i'm just showing you how when you honor you can get some things that in a way let's say that you're not even qualified for you're not even considered you see but because of the honor that you did suddenly you are blessed. you are blessed may god bless you i said may the lord bless you may you receive things that you are not qualified for just because of honor just because of honor hallelujah number one those who honor experience supernatural power they experience supernatural power hallelujah they experience supernatural power you see when you honor the person comes back to you they experience supernatural power so you see that what they may not have experienced the first time they later on along their way they experience it when their brother fell ill they were even able to send a message to jesus about it it tells you that it was a certain kind of relationship and that relationship had come through the honor the honor mary had done the honor that they had done jesus in receiving him into their house those who honor receive great miracles 
Today, I want to prophesy to you that you will receive great miracles because of the honor that you have done. Amen. Great miracles. I need you to look at the story. You see, we read the story of Lazarus and, and, and we... <laughs> what's the, it looks normal. Do you understand when I say it looks normal? Hey, you're not minding me again. Your turns have come. That's the scripture I started with in John 11. It looks normal that, oh, Lazarus, he was dead and he was in there for four days and then they just went and brought him up. Really? Really? Have you stayed with a dead body for even one day before? Oh, you are very quiet. Yeah. They had experienced something. They sent for Jesus. By the time Jesus arrived, the guy was already dead. For most of us, when something is dead like that, it is dead. That's the end of it. It's over. But Jesus said, take me to the place where you have buried him. And the people thought he was going there to go and mourn. <laughs> That's what they thought. It was a reasonable thought because Lazarus was the brother of Mary and Martha and he was also in the house every time Jesus came there. So he was part of a personal friendship and that whole family, they were blessed to just know Jesus. The man was so Martha, <laughs> she told Jesus that, you know, <laughs> the guy, four days old, he's thinking by this time. Jesus said, no be anything. Just open the door. When they opened it, Lazarus, come out, come out. Come out. Hey! The thing that was dead, it wasn't just dead, it was smelling. After four days, the body begins to swell. Because my teacher taught me, my teacher being my father, Bishop, that taught me that when the body is dead, all the bacteria inside, they are still alive. Did you know that there are bacteria inside you? There are some things inside you. You don't know. But they are there. And they are not dead. They are not dead. So when the body is dead, those things continue working. And the result is the production of many gases that have nowhere to go. And the body just does. That's why it begins to look like a balloon. So I'm sure that in four days, number one, the body was smelling. Hey! May every smelling problem that you have, may it disappear today because you have honored your prophet. Hey! It was, it was smelling. Number two, it was swollen. There are some problems that we can have that are swollen. Those of you who were early, you watched the virtual video, what we were watching, TV. The film on TV. The girl had taken the 500 she was going to pay for rent. And she had gone to give it away to a false prophet. Was her problem bigger or smaller? That's a swollen problem. When you have a problem already, and then you go and do something, and the problem becomes larger. To swell becomes larger. Like that. But Jesus stood there and called him to come out. That was the end of the swelling. May every swollen problem in your life, today that we celebrate HYP Sunday, may the Lord reward you. I said, may he reward you by just curing that swollen problem in the name of Jesus. Hey, is that how you people receive? Uh, 
You're lucky I'm not Jesus because now I can be a mamushi. Motu te ho, te se, panubia, some bread that has fallen inside water. Amen, amen. You don't have any problem. I just, you have a problem. Don't mind these cold people. Stand and j- jump and shout, collect yours, your answer. Ha! Oh, sit down, sit down, don't worry. <laughs> hey! Are you there? Are you understanding what I'm saying? Or I should have to say it in, in, in some other, in tanks. I'm sharing with you what was going on. And I'm saying that the stinking problem was over. The swelling problem was over. But remember that the man was sick when he died. So as he has come back, the sickness has not gone. Until Jesus spoke. And then another miracle that must have happened then is that the sickness of which he died was cured. May every sickness that is walking around in the house today, may every sickness be cured. Some of you, you have worked with asthma. You even call it my asthma. You a who's asthma? Hey! You have worked with what? Bad stomach ache. You say you have an ulcer. You have been walking around with it. You say my ulcer has come. You and whose ulcer? From today, I said as you have brought your HYP offering, you are being delivered of every sickness because the blessing that Lazarus got. You you can you 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 have rights to it today. Some of you, when you wake up, you say your head is paining you, but it's so normal. It's so what? You don't even think that it's sickness again. Even that one is going this morning. Yeah. Some of you, you are sick all the time because you cannot eat. Hey! The Lord gave us food as a blessing, but you is your problem in life. But today, I said today. Today, HYP Sunday. I said HYP Sunday because of honor. Because of honor. That sickness is leaving you. Yeah. The man came out well. Came out well. And then Jesus now gave one more instruction. He said, the things they have used to tie him, you see, when you are dead, they must tie you up. Yeah. You see, if they didn't tie and sew some things, when you go to the funeral, you see the mouth open. You see the eye. So they stitch it. And some of you are alive, but they have sewn your mouth. Today the mouth is opening. You talk freely. He was there, tied in the cloth. Yeah, they tied the whole body so that the body, number one, is easy to carry it. Because if you don't tie it, they would have been carrying, then the hand will come. And slap somebody (laughs) who is carrying the cloth. Can you imagine somebody who is dead and the person gets up? It's not be simple. But Jesus told them, untie him. Untie him. Today, because of honor, because of honor, some of you actually, you have been tied. Hey! I said you have been what? But because of honor, today the Lord is releasing you. He's removing the things that they have used to tie you. You see, you may not understand when I say tied. But you see, when you cannot understand what everybody can understand, they have tied your sense. Hey, it's true. So though the thing is obvious, everybody understands, but you, you can't get it. You just don't get it. 
Some of you young students, you are sat in the class. You are tremor say, ah, it's like, hey. But from today, I said, but from today, this honor your prophet Sunday. Today. Hey. Because Lord Lazarus got it. Lazarus also got it. You see, some of you, you are here. You're saying, oh, me, I don't have any problem. But your sister has the problem. Your brother has the problem. Your uncle has the problem. I need you to understand. Lazarus was the one who was blessed to come back again. Lazarus was the one who was blessed to be well again. Lazarus was the one who was blessed to move again. He was blessed to stop stinking and stop swelling. But Lazarus was not the one who even did the honor. It was his sisters. I said it was his sisters. Maybe as you came, you didn't have anything, you didn't understand. But may the honor that your sister, may the honor that your brother, may the honor that your mother, may the honor that your father has done, may that honor come to your benefit in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm preaching to some people. I said I'm preaching to some people. I don't know about you, but me too, I want some rewards of honor. Hey! I want some rewards of honor. Some dead business. The business is dead. But it's resurrecting. It's resurrecting because of honor. It is resurrecting. Yeah. Somebody, you keep going to your office. When you go to your office, your boss squeezes the face. He squeezes the face because in the spirit, you stink. Hey. When something is stinking, what do we do to our face? When you pass the road and something is smelling. So as you are there, you have entered your office. You have not done anything. As far as you know, you've not done anything to your back. But your boss every day will see you. Hey, but from today, I said from today, from today, whatever that thing is, it is changing. Yeah, it is changing. Your boss will see you and he will even smile. So, when you greet, so, how? Hey, you were saying what? What was it you said I should do for you? Oh, you come and see me in the office. I'll sign it for you. I'll sign it. Somebody, I said, you are, you are, they are going to sign it. They are going to sign it. They are going to sign it. Receive it today. Receive it. That promotion, they have sat on it, chair, but they are going to sign it. I said, they are going to sign it because of the honor. Because of the honor. Because of the honor. Hallelujah. Wow. Okay. The only problem is that my time is up. But <laughs> hallelujah. I'm talking to some people today. Mm. Because I want you to see that there are rewards for honor. Yeah. You haven't just come to do something. There's a reward. And as you know that there's a reward, you should be expecting the reward. Hallelujah. Amen. Those who honor, they have access. Those who honor, they have personal access. Those who honor. Because Mary and Martha honored Jesus, they had personal access. The Bible says Mary was even sitting at his feet. Personal access. When they had a problem, Martha went and was talking to him. You see, it may seem like nothing. You know, when you are not an important person, everybody and everything has access to you. But I want you to think about it. Let's, let's say we want to go and see the president. Can we just go like that? No. No. Anybody who is, you know, great to a certain degree or extent, it's not easy to meet that person. It's not easy to go there. You just walk in. But when you make up your mind that I'm going to honor this person, that honor opens the door for you. That what? That honor, it opens the door for you. 
Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. Those who are who honor, they will experience close and intimate fellowship. Close and intimate fellowship. You see, just look at the life of Martha and Mary. You will see that they took to Jesus things that we don't take. Martha took her quarrel with her sister to Jesus. Oh. She went to stand there. She was saying that Jesus, she has left me to do all the cooking. This and that and that and that. They could talk about their personal things. Some of us, our relationship with God is not personal and it's not intimate. You just stand there and then you are bashing in tongues. You see, he has understood everything that you have said, but you have not related to him. You have not related. You've put him in just one box. And then when we went to change, they said we shouldn't pray in tongues. Where are you? I'll beat you today. I didn't say that. Tongues has its place. But you see, the thing that is doing you, it's not tongues you used to talk about it. Mm. You are very quiet. A place comes where what you are saying, you yourself, you want to understand what you are saying. When you are pleading your case before God on a particular issue. Ah! The Bible says the king turned his face to the wall. He had just got a message through Nathan the prophet that uh, God says set your house in order because you are going. Ah, how can I go like that? He turned his face to the wall and began to talk to God. Yeah. Began to talk to God. Another king, he went into the temple. The Bible says he spread the letter. Hmm. They had sent him a certain letter and a certain message. He carried the letter and said, God, come and see what has been written. And he read the letter to God as if God cannot read. But he read it. There is a place. There is no relationship that is very strong without a certain level of intimacy. Think about the people who you are very close to. One of the differences are those times of talking. Those times aside, when you go aside, Lord, I need to talk to you about this matter. You see, this and this and this and this and this. Yeah, you will see that. Yes, you pray in tongues all the time, but you will see that something will bring you to speak. In fact, you will not even use English. Your language, that is your heart language. That's the one you use. Are you there? Yes. So this girl, she was aggrieved and she went to the Lord with her grief and said, Lord, is it right? Look at the 12 strong men that you have brought here. I have to feed all of you. And as you are teaching the word, instead of my sister to come and help me, said, she is sitting down. Hey! Tell me, but the younger ones are always like that. Mm, mm, mm. Hallelujah. They were, she was having a whole quarrel. So she carried the crowd to the Lord and said, Jesus, tell her to join me. Unfortunately, unfortunately, Jesus told her that, oh, what your sister has chosen is the better one. Oh. This one there shall not be taken from her. Hey! Amen. As you have honored your prophet, take your case to God. Go and talk to him about it. Stop grumbling and mourning. Take your case to God. Hallelujah. Talk to him about it. Lord, I have paid my tithe. You see, I'm not sharing with you something that I have not done. 
Many years ago, I was a student somewhere. Here, when you owe, they don't bring you a bill. Not owe, but your, over there, everything is a bill. So electricity, they'll bring you a bill. Here, the bills are about three months behind. But there is on time. Telephone, it has a bill. Water, it has a bill. Are you there? Everything has a bill. Maybe where you are staying, the grounds, different, different bills. So the bills were there. And we were students with restrictions on how many hours we're allowed to work. And the bills were there. Are you there? Then something happened, because usually the bills, we would sort them out. But something happened. It's a long story to tell you what happened. But the result was that we ended up with two sets of bills. <laughs> You're wondering how it happens. You see, Kumasi is divided into districts, right? Oh, good. As for Ghana, we can just leave. Let's say we leave idea and go to live in where? Where is another district in? Atasokwa. So you move from here. To, no problem. But over there, what it means is that you must round up all your bills in Ariasi. And then when you get to Asokwa, there's another bill. Reconnection of your telephone. Reconnection of your light. Reconnection of your water. Reconnection. Do you understand? So suddenly, the bills were double. I said, Lord, please. Oh. <laughs> we are students. Our economy doesn't take this one. Hey. And so the issue was, how are we going to sort out this bill? What are we going to do? I'm talking to you about intimacy with God. One morning I went inside to go and talk to God. And I just heard the Holy Spirit say, pick the, pick, pick the pile of bills. Pick them. So I sat there again. I said, Lord, this one is from these people and these ones are from these people. They say, oh, this is we should pay. Then I started to show him. This one is from electricity. They said this. This one is from this. They said this. This one's from this. They said this. I had a chat with him. You know that the income comes is like this, it's like this. Please, you need to do something. Did he do something or he didn't do? I mean, obviously, I'm here. <laughs> Are you in the house? That pinchy issue, instead of insulting the girl who your husband has gone to chase, take your matter. Take your matter. So then, no, I'm very serious about what I'm telling you. Hey, you are quiet this morning, no? Take your matter to the Lord. The lady who taught me a lot about intimacy in prayer was somebody who had been an unbeliever and she was married to an unbeliever. Then she converted and became a Christian. And when she became a Christian, the thing became like hell in her house. If the man comes to catch her pray, he will actually beat her. So the relationship became physically violent. And the man went and found another girl that he said he was going to marry. And so, this lady went to the Lord in prayer. I didn't say she went to the neighbor or the watch seller to go and talk about how bad her husband is. She went to the Lord. I'm talking about intimacy with the Lord. And she said every day she would go and she would talk to her. So she had to, she had to pray in the bathroom. That's the only place that there was peace to pray because if you are praying somewhere else and they come and catch you. She says that she had given, she was a dressmaker and she used to tell them, when I enter my bathroom nobody should come there till I come out the reason was because that's where quiet time, Bible prayer is done but this particular day she said, I have heard that my husband is going to marry that girl, and they have gone to London, tell neighbor London and they have bought the things and they have brought them to Ghana, and there's a date for the marriage and the date is tomorrow. 
And today, no, it was the Saturday. He's going to marry today. And Lord, I have prayed. I've not heard anything. Suddenly, there was a knock on her bathroom door. I said, but everybody knows you don't knock on the door when I am in here. And somebody said, Mommy, Mommy. It was her four year old. He said, She doesn't know. I said, oh, I'm not sure what is going on. So she got up and opened the door. And her four year old came into the bathroom and said, Mommy, the man came. And the man said, I should tell you Zachariah 4 6. And the mother said, She was thinking, She said, Ah. I am the one who reads Bible to this child. I've not opened Zachariah before to her. So just like you who's sitting down there wondering what is there, you're also wondering. She got up and went to take her Bible and she opened Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit. Hallelujah. She said immediately she knew that the daughter must have seen an angel. So, I'm talking to you about intimacy with the Lord. Are you there or you have traveled? You see, this woman who I'm talking about, she wasn't sitting at home doing nothing. She was a servant of God. She was working for the Lord. Yeah. Honoring God. It gave her access in intimacy. So she went about her business knowing that the Lord was going to do something even though she didn't know what he was going to do. It was supposed to be her husband's wedding day. She was in the house when around 7 p.m. The door opens. Opener comes in, looking very withered. Ask anybody, do you know what withered means? Finished, tired. So she said, she was not expecting him after all, was it not his uh, uh, wedding day? <laughs> So she asked, can I get you something to her? Yeah, yes, please. Hey! <laughs> she quickly served. And she was wondering what has happened. But she couldn't ask. After all, she was not supposed to know that it was his wedding day. The man went to sleep and late in the night her phone rang. And she picked up the phone and it was a friend of hers who used to pray with her at the other side. And the friend said, my sister, have you heard what has happened? Have you heard? She said, I that's the, the first thing. Wait, wait, where is your husband? So he's in the room asleep. Eh, did he tell you what has happened? She said, no. Then the friend said, ah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you want me to tell you what had happened? Hey! The friend said, have you not heard? When your husband arrived at the place where there was supposed to be welding, with the UK bought dress and the UK bought things for the wedding another man was there marrying the girl the girl had taken everything I don't know what issue you have but I'm saying to you on honor your prophet Sunday as you have risen up and you have honored your man of God stand before the Lord plead your case plead your case plead your case talk to him intimate prayer tell him how you feel and then watch him watch him as he moves on your behalf hallelujah put your hands together for the lord the last thing i want to say to you today is that 
as you have given honor today one of the last rewards of honor that i'll share is that you too receive honor because of the honor that mary magdalene did god told her the lord jesus told her you will be remembered there will be a memorial up till today it is true we know her more than we know other people don't see it as something light that you have done know that as you have honored you too you receive honor some of you they don't respect you in the family they say you are the small boy the small girl but it's changing they say you are the widow they say you are the poor one everybody comes to a family meeting driving a car wearing so they came in you by you there you came on bicycle or you came walking or you came in a bubble you are sweating and they, are, they don't respect you at all but because of the honor that you have done to your prophet honor is coming your way suddenly they cannot have the meeting if you are not there suddenly they cannot do things without you because God will cause you to be honored stand to your feet stand to your feet hallelujah Stand to your feet and lift up your voice and pray. Thank God for the opportunity to honor our prophet. Thank God that he gave you somebody to speak into your life. Thank God for all the teachings that have come, that have taught you so much about so many things in this life and that continue to teach you. Thank God that the rewards of honor are yours. Miracles are coming for you new things are breaking forth things that were dead and dying have been sorted out lift up your voice before the lord at this time and talk to him and thank him oh his grace and his mercy that is upon you oh the thing that is thinking that you've tried to get rid of it is just going the thing that swollen problem it has just been resolved that dead thing has been giving matching orders and is alive and moving lift up your voice thank god for more intimacy with him Thank the Lord, thank the Lord, thank the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for an opportunity to honor. Thank you for giving us a prophet of our lives. Oh, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. This morning, you just want to lift up your two hands before the Lord. And you just want to receive that touch of God and that miracle of God. Some of you, what you have even brought, it was at great, I mean, under great difficult circumstances, but you have done it. As you lift up your hand, know that the Lord is reaching down and touching you. And know that the reward that is yours is coming right now. Just receive it in the name of Jesus. Just receive it in the name of Jesus. Somebody, they are sending someone to talk on your behalf, even as we speak right now. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. 
Thank you for the rewards, Lord. Thank you for making a way for us to be able to, to honor. And Lord, thank you for just blessing us for doing it. We are grateful. We are grateful. Receive your touch from the Lord this HYP Sunday. Receive a special touch right in your spirit. Receive comfort. Receive strength. Receive hope. Receive a bright eye for a new day. They said, no, you are not intelligent, but receive intelligence. Oh, we are grateful, Lord. We are so grateful. We worship you today. And we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your blessings upon us. We thank you for all that you have done for us. We don't take it for granted, Lord. We are grateful. We are grateful. We are grateful. We are grateful. We are so grateful, Lord. Rima Tandala Mama. You deserve the glory and the honor. Lord, we lift our hands in worship as we bless your holy name. somebody invited you or maybe this is where you are every Sunday but you haven't given your life to Jesus the greatest honor you can ever give to a person is a life this morning you want to honor Jesus by giving him your life by receiving him and so as every head is bowed and every eye is closed, if you are not sure where you, you are going to go when you die, Jesus is calling you. Jesus is calling. Just lift up your right hand where you are standing. It's just one prayer. It's just one prayer. God bless you. God bless you. If your hand is lifted up, then come. Let us pray together. Come to the front and let us pray. The ashes will help you. Just come. Only if you lifted your hand, then come. Or maybe you are standing and your heart is beating and you are wondering, should I go or not? Come. Just come. It's just a prayer we're going to share. It's a prayer we're going to share. It's a prayer.
standing in the congregation your heart is beating Jesus is telling you all is not well between you and I come from where you are it's just a prayer just one prayer and it will change things just one prayer come out from where you are just one prayer pray if you're standing in front I want you to pray these words after me you want to say Lord Jesus I come to you today as a sinner please wash me in the blood of Jesus cleanse me from my sins please write my name the book of life Lord Jesus from today you are my savior and you are my lord i thank you for saving me in jesus name father thank you for these ones who have come to give their life to you may they really live for you may they really grow to be your own make preachers out of them oh god make solid citizens out of them may they honor all those you place over them and may they receive their own prophet that their lives may be changed in Jesus name amen we believe that you have been blessed by this message for more information you can follow us on Facebook Fountain of Life Cathedral and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-D-S God richly bless you